is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, where I strategize with business owners on how to grow and scale their businesses to hit their income goals. This is episode 255 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we're diving into interactive Instagram story ideas. I'm going to give you some really specific examples and try to make sure that we see Instagram stories as an opportunity to truly connect with the followers that are already there. Your people, your people that are going to be the ones that are going to engage with your content and are going to buy your products and your services and to go look at your recipes and your DIYs and click through to your website. So before you actually do that, I want to make sure that you have my Instagram engagement guide. If you haven't already downloaded that or got it sent to you, send me a DM on Instagram at Jenny underscore Melrose, and I will make sure to send it to you. Now, let's really start to figure out Instagram stories, because I know that you all have lots of questions about Instagram. I know that Instagram kind of is this back and forth that you have the love-hate relationship, and I understand it. I truly, honestly do, because I had a really big love-hate relationship with Instagram for a long time. So I recently put up a poll on my own stories, which is where a lot of my podcast episodes come from, and is why I keep pushing Instagram stories with you guys, because it gives you ideas for your content. But I had posted a poll on my stories asking how you felt about Instagram. Because a lot of us, especially when the reason I had a hate relationship with Instagram for a long time was that as a food blogger, I didn't understand the purpose. It wasn't driving traffic to my site. Why would I bother actually creating content on Instagram when it just kind of sat there and I had these followers, but I didn't know what to do with them. Once I made the connection between understanding that I could build a community there that would want to head over to my website, that would want to listen to my podcast, that would want to buy any of the products or services that I put out there because I had built this sense of community on Instagram, it was that mindset shift that I needed. So if you're someone listening and you're thinking to yourself, but it doesn't drive traffic, Jenny, what is the point? I'm tired of putting my time into social media that doesn't drive traffic. It helps you build community. And you need community. You need to understand what your people want out of you, whether you're going to monetize via ads by having tons of page views, you still need to know what your people are coming to you for. You can SEO it and you can do all the things to it. And yes, you'll probably start to rank on Google, but it'll rank faster if you know what your people are already starting to look for. What are the words that they're using to look for it? Why are they having trouble with a particular DIY or a particular recipe? You'll have those answers included in that blog post and it will rank faster because they're going to spend more time on your page. We know that it's about keeping people on our page. So I know a lot of you are having frustration with Pinterest right now, the fact that it's not continuing to drive traffic the way that it used to be. So putting your time into something like Instagram, where again, you feel like it's not going to drive traffic, I'm going to really start to want you to wrap your head around this idea of creating community. 
understanding what your people want so that you can start to look at your business as more than just creating a recipe, throwing it into the Pinterest world and seeing if it actually gets picked up and drives traffic. So last week, actually not last week, it was back in episode 250. We talked about the idea of creating stories that actually told a story rather than scrapbooking random pieces of your day together. If you haven't listened to that episode, definitely go back because this has been a mind shift for me. It has been an advancement in the way that I use my stories and my interaction is 10 times better because I'm actually telling a story within my stories. So if you're not sure of the difference between stories, telling a story and scrapbooking, scrapbooking is when you just randomly put up stuff throughout the day that doesn't connect. It's kind of like a behind the scenes, but you're putting up your smoothie and then you're putting up your workout later on. And then in the middle of the day, you're putting up, um, cleaning up your desk before the weekend doesn't actually tell me anything. It just is random scrapbook pieces. When you actually tell a story, you're telling me about that workout and why you work out and where it came from. So, and that's what I'm going to give you today. I'm going to give you more interactive story ideas where you can take it and actually tell a full story with one idea, one prompt. So, when in that last in that episode of 250, I gave an example of sharing your garden and what to make from it. And I really went into specific of like how to make it into a story and not it just be this simple scrapbooking. Today, I want to talk more about how to make interactive stories that don't force you to be too personal because I know that that is part of the pushback. I know as food bloggers, as DIY home decor bloggers, as bloggers in general, you create content often. And when you started, you probably, most of us, like the idea of being online because we're introverts. We don't need to be in front of the camera. We don't want to have to interact with a ton of different people, right? Well, we've talked a lot on this podcast about that in order to grow your brand, you need to add in some personal branding. You need to add yourself in, especially if you're wanting to continue to go to the next level. You are that face. They want to see you. They want to know you. They want to connect with you. And when you have that sort of connection, that's what makes a brand blow up and get a ton of page views and get a ton of products sold. So having that connection with your audience is really, really important. And the way that we are going to do this is not going to cross any lines. Because I know some of you have maybe a husband or significant other that has a private life and doesn't want to be all over Instagram stories. Or some of you are not comfortable putting your kids on your Instagram stories. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. You have to figure out what that line looks like for you and be okay staying behind it. You don't have to share about your kids and their growth and what's going on with them if that's not something that you're comfortable sharing. Everyone's line is going to be different. If you start to get that questioning, like, "Mm, am I really comfortable putting this out there? Don't put it out there. That's your gut. That's your instinct telling you, "Mm, this isn't something I should be talking about. And when you do cross that line and push past that kind of gut feeling of, am I crossing the line with what I'm about to share? Your audience is going to be able to tell that you're really uncomfortable about sharing it. So they're going to wonder, why is that? Just remember that when you share something, it should be something that you're able to actually freely talk about to try to get those people to connect with you. 
So let's talk a little bit more about these interactive Instagram story ideas. So what I want you to think about with these is this whole idea of being able to get people to come to you, listen to your stories, and then have some sort of interaction, engagement, going to your DMs, giving a smiley face because they thought it was funny or whatever it might be. So the first one I want you to think of is tell the story behind what you're working on. You're working on a DIY and you're putting together a bookshelf. Why is that bookshelf something that you're putting together? Is it a feature point in your house? Did you need to create that bookcase because your house didn't come with built-ins already there? So now you're building it by yourself. Maybe you don't have all the materials that you need because you're in the midst of COVID and you can't get your hands on everything and lumber's a lot more expensive. Tell them the whole story behind it. Don't just leave it as, here's what I'm working on. Give me more. Tell me why. Why is it that you're doing it a certain way? Why did you choose that color? Explain more of what it is. And when you do this, you can have one picture of, or even a video of that um, bookshelf in particular that we're talking about, the example I'm using now, and then just add text to it with each new story. With one picture of a bookshelf, you could pull out easily eight stories because you start off with one sentence because that's all they can read. Don't put eight pieces of text on the one picture to explain the behind the scenes of this. You're giving them one sentence on the first story. Then you're giving the same photo with that same first sentence and a second sentence that tells them more. Then your third story is going to be the same picture with the first and second sentence and then a third sentence. And keep going till you've told me the whole story behind that bookshelf and what you're working on. The next um, prompt that you could possibly use for an interactive story idea is to explain your reason for why you started your blog. People are interested in that. They want to know what caused you to become a crazy person and want to take photos all day long, put your stuff all over social media, and spend hours for it for people to go, you do what? You're, You're a blogger? What does that mean? How do you make money? No, explain your reasons for it. Tell the stories. It gives people a chance to connect. Every single time that I have said that I was a former inner city school district teacher that felt like I was at my breaking point with teaching because of the way it had changed, I always get messages from other former teachers or from teachers that are still there. And those teachers say, how did you get out? Or the ones that got out say, oh, I so connected with this. It's another way to connect with your audience. Why did you start it? Did you start it just as a hobby? Or did you start it knowing you were going to make it into a business? Which, if that's the case, I applaud you because there's not many of us that started it that way. But it's an awesome reason to explain it to your audience and what it is that you do and how you get paid so they understand more of why you're sharing and what you are sharing. A third prompt that you could use is to share who influenced you the most in creating your content. Did your grandmother teach you how to cook? Or is she the one that was in the kitchen all the time making that peach cobbler that is famous on your site that everyone comes to and you get viral traffic for? Or why do you create Halloween costumes? Was it because your mom made all your Halloween costumes and then she passed and you give have an opportunity to connect more with her? Again, that might be a line that you're willing to cross and it may not. I'm not telling you that you have to talk about that if you don't want to. 
P.S. But what I am telling you is anytime you share more of that story, that connection of who you are and your values, they connect to. And again, just like the first example I gave you of one picture where you just add text to it and it becomes multiple stories, you can do that too. You don't always have to be in front of the camera talking. My stories that do the best are these ones that are pictures that then have the text. And I have no problem talking. Let's be honest. I talk to you guys every single week, in whether it's an interview or whether it's me just talking to you here, doing some sort of tips or strategy with you for the podcast. But the ones that do the best are where I tell this full story and really give people a chance to connect and they can take it in bite-sized pieces of information. So don't think that you always have to talk to the camera. It can be a picture that just then tells the story with text. If you're not sure what I'm talking about, check my stories at Jenny underscore Melrose. I'm guaranteeing you there is a story just like what I'm talking about on there right now when you take a look. All right. So I've given you three interactive story ideas so far. Here's the fourth. I want you to teach a technique or hack that makes your life easier. So for example, my daughters just recently broke our apple peeler, the one where you stick it in and you wind the thing and it just goes around, 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 around and peels all the apples off. Not, Not apples, but peels off the actual outside, the skin of the apple. I could tell a story about how that was one of my favorite tools. This is how it used to work. This is what it was able to do. It saved me all this time. And it was one of my favorites to use because I have all these different apple pie recipes. Do you like apple pie? Do you like apple recipes? Are you more a pumpkin person? Where now I'm going to use a poll. And then if they say that they're apple or they say that they're pumpkin, guess what I'm going to send them next in DMs? I'm going to send them to some pictures or I'm going to continue the story with some pictures of my apple recipes and my pumpkin recipes. And then I am going to be able to DM them the link to those recipes when they tell me that they want one of those. Because I'm going to put another poll on that picture of the apple pie that was like, hey, you want the apple pie? Heck yes. Already have it. And then if they click heck yes, I'm going to send them a DM with the link to it. This is how we are going to do our stories. We are going to interact with people. And this just started off with a simple hack. So connect it. Um, Veggies Don't Bite recently just did a reel. And it's not recent now because this is coming out later on. But she did a reel where she showed how it she um, soaked her potatoes in order to make french fries any day of the week. Where it didn't, she could actually have them ready to go. Simple, easy, DIY hack which by the way, the reel is doing amazing already. And what happens with this now is she's able to then talk about the French fry recipe or any other potato recipe that she has. It's a simple hack. What are those hacks that you have? What are the tools that you like to use? If you're a DIYer or you're a quilter, what are the hacks that you have to making things simple and making it easy? Talk about it. Show a picture. Show a picture of the quilt and maybe like the, oh, this is not a good example because I can't use any of the words that I'm supposed to use. Needle. Is that what it's called? Oh my goodness. Clearly not a quilter. Clearly can't even uh, put on a button here. But (laughs) you could take a picture of what you're working on and be able to say why you're using a particular stitch over another and then give them some resources to be able to go to ask a poll are do you like this stitch or not and then be able to send them to patterns or projects that actually use that stitch all right fifth 
and final interactive story idea. I want you to ask your audience what their favorite thing to make is. I want you just to talk to them so that when you are doing this, again, this is their your poll feature. You're going to pull it out of them. You first could talk about what your favorite thing to make is and then ask them, what's your favorite thing to make? Maybe when it's raining outside or when it's football season or it, your um, day before Thanksgiving or Halloween, whatever. Ask them these questions so that you can start to see what they're looking for, what they like to make themselves. It starts this conversation. And most importantly, when you are trying to do interactive stories, you have to make sure to use the features that Instagram provides you with inside stories. Use the poll feature. I will talk about the poll feature probably until the cows come home because it is how I get people to interact and engage with me. I can see who has clicked what, and then I can continue having a conversation with them in DMs asking, why is this so hard? Or why do you find this difficult? Or where else would you be looking for more resources? Whatever the question might be. That's exactly how this podcast episode started. Like I told you, when I was doing stories about Instagram and struggling with it and my love-hate relationship with it, I asked my audience, do you have this same problem with it? And they said and agreed with me and said, yep, I absolutely do, majority of them. Now, the next thing I did is off that poll, I asked them if they started, they ever used Instagram stories. Because to me, Instagram stories is what makes Instagram so great. It gives you a direct line to your audience. It gives you an opportunity to be able to have a conversation with them in their DMs, as well as it affects the algorithm. Yes, let me just say that full volume here for you. It affects the algorithm. When Instagram sees you in their DMs, they start pushing out more of your content for, so for them to actually see in their normal feed. Have you ever noticed that? Someone DMs you and all of a sudden their stuff starts popping up in your feed. It's affected the algorithm because they've gotten into your DMs. I'm not talking about those spammy ones where the guys are hitting on you or, or you're getting a random pitch to do a giveaway. I'm talking about the people where you actually then have a conversation back and forth with them. Their content will start showing up in your feed as well and yours in theirs. So, Using the poll feature is going to give you a huge step up above anything else. And it builds that sense of community when you do that. People know and connect with you and you'll see a difference. You'll get excited about wanting to know what they're struggling with or how you can possibly solve it. Because that for me is the biggest benefit. When someone can say to me, Jenny, that answered my question so well in DMs. That's what I'm there for. That's the purpose. We're supposed to be here solving a problem. When you can solve that problem for your audience, it makes it so much more worthwhile than just randomly putting up stuff Just feel like you have to promote on social media. No, it's not about trying to just promote your stuff. It's about trying to help your people solve a problem. Now, more than likely, the content that you've created does solve that problem, but you have to hit on the problem and kind of almost, it's like, I don't know, when you go to tell a dog you want to take it outside or go for a walk or whatever it might be. Here comes Charlie because I said walk. You get them ready and prepped for it, right? 
You don't just randomly throw something at them and make them do it. That's what we often are doing when we just reshare a post in feed and we just say new post and that's all we're doing in stories. That's a problem. They're not going to know how to interact with it because it's kind of random for them. But if you've prepped them for it and you've kind of hit on the problem that they're having with it and then you offer the solution with whatever it is that you're posting, they're more likely to take the action and interact with it. You guys, I cannot, I really have been talking. I feel like I talk about Instagram stories so often. I talk about it in my masterminds. I talk about it with my one-on-one clients. And it's often something that not only is going to benefit you in order to build your brand, but it also then benefits you if you want to do sponsorships, if you want to create a product or service. It is how you monetize because it's a direct link to your audience. It's how you grow your email list. It's how you do all of these things. So if you have not committed to doing Instagram stories because you didn't understand the purpose, go over to Instagram and just watch my stories. See what I am doing. That's how I learned what works best. I saw someone else do this. I saw, and I've talked about it. I saw Phil Palin. He did a story about a balloon trip ride that he took and he broke it into so many little pieces of taking us on this adventure with him. Now, granted, I know my life is not as great as his. I am not in Istanbul going on a hot air balloon ride. That is not happening in my life. And yes, that was part of the draw to that, of course, because it's beautiful. But what was more the draw was the way that he set us up and took us on that adventure with him. And that was where I figured out, wait a second, I can do this with my boring old life. It doesn't have to be a hot air balloon ride in Istanbul. It can be my workout and why I work out and how it's connected to me being more productive so that it's value for my audience. That's where the magic happens. So go and watch others. Take a look at Phil's. Take a look at mine. Study how other people are doing it. And I promise you, you will understand and be able to implement this. And you will see a huge difference in your interaction and engagement. Because the thing about stories is, is that stories are not there in order for you to grow your following. Stories are there for you to be able to continue to connect with the audience that you already have. They're that opportunity to really be able to let them get close to you and you to get close to them and understand more about what they need from you. You guys, if you haven't already grabbed my Instagram engagement guide, I want to make sure that, again, you do that. Send me a DM on Instagram at Jenny underscore Melrose. If you're not following me on Instagram, you need to be. That is an opportunity to see how others are putting it into practice. Yes, I'm putting certain things into practice that work for my business, which, of course, is to talk to bloggers and influencers about how to continue to grow their businesses. But you can still look at what I'm doing and apply it to your industry. I am constantly working with clients, food bloggers, DIYers, home decor bloggers that are taking similar principles that I'm learning and applying it to their niche and helping them figure out how to get creative, how you can use trending music and reels and apply it to the food industry, or how you can apply it to DIY home decor, whatever it might be. Everything that's out there can be applied in different niches. Some things may not work perfectly, but you test it and you get your audience interacting and engaging with you. 
As always, I appreciate y'all so much when you leave a rating or review on your favorite podcasting app. It helps for me to find other great guests to come onto the podcast and share their knowledge. If you haven't already done so, I would so appreciate it if you did. All right, you guys, until next time, I will see you all then. 